0: you might lead a few hits But guaranteed you never heard shit like this What's up my dude dude what is up not much man just uh enjoying my saturday dude me too
1: i had a little bit to drink last night and then i was like you know just you know new house and everything is coming together and yesterday we got our appliances put <coughs> in so you know we're kind of celebrating and whatnot and woke up with a little bit of a headache it's gone now i cracked some uh pbr hard tea
0: seltzers Dude, those are so good dude
1: i just found them like the other week
0: bro so when i was uh visiting uh my parents for christmas in wisconsin uh obviously over christmas um i uh just was doing some grocery shopping with my cousins and we hit the liquor aisle and i'm like pbr hard tea i'm like hmm interesting i'm gonna take a risk on this one and uh, I cracked it open. Never looked back.
1: <laughs> Dude, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I, uh, my girlfriend and I, her friend, visited, and I had to go out and got you know buy some drinks and whatnot. And of course, I got like some beers and stuff for myself because I'm I love beer. I love my strong IPAs. You know, I love the mm-hmm. uh, what everyone hates basically.
0: And I saw <laughs> I
1: saw these, and I was like, damn.
0: It's yeah. Like- I mean, I think. Yeah. I think people people get turned off by the fact that it's made by Taps Blue Ribbon. Oh, 100%. But I was like, dude, I poured one over ice at like our little oh. Christmas party that we had. I'm like, man, I am on top of the world right now. <laughs> dude, yeah, and it's brewed with black tea. So it's like
1: Yeah. It's, it's awesome, dude. It's just I mean, on a hot day, dude.
0: Oh. Yeah, shout out I to mean, PBR, great dude, idea.
1: Yeah, because I mean, so I've always loved PBR and especially like I mean their their look and their marketing is just so good and um my guy that i know from liquid death which i have all mm-hmm. of this liquid death stuff you know like it's amazing shout out to sticks uh he used to work mm-hmm. at pbr oh so sick. before okay. liquid death he was at pbr and that's how i got all this pbr shit. so i'm kind of like grateful to pbr from before when he you know i started to know him and whatnot and now that I know him and he's worked there and hooked me up, like just die hard PBR. Like people hate on it all the time, but I'm like, yeah, what the, what is wrong with PBR? What are you like, Natty Ice, natty ice I guess? I don't know. It's
0: f- oh yeah, Natty, that can, that shit can just fuck right off but all, I, forever. But, but I heard they have a good seltzer though. Uh, I don't yeah, know. That, I'm a little skeptical on that one. And I guess speaking of seltzers, I am, Drinking a <clears throat> truly pineapple right now. Ooh. Um, that is just undeniably my favorite drink. I just, I don't know why. It's just, it just fits for me. You know what I mean? Well,
1: shit. Cheers, dude.
0: I'll take a swig. <laughs> yep, right with yeah.
1: Isn't it kind of weird that like, it feels like, I mean, it's pretty recent since the big boom of all these seltzers. I mean, White Claw kind of started it back up.
0: Yeah. Um, so actually I was re- retelling a little memory to my buddy the other day cause he was talking about the same thing about the boom of like the seltzers and like mm-hmm. every single brand in existence is trying to like one up the other. Um, but I was at a Fry's probably in like 2017. Just, I went to some, I went to this taco festival in uh, Scottsdale. It was mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Um, there's like just obviously like just a bunch of taco stands and like Lucha Libre wrestling, it was Pretty oh, sick, but it was like insanely packed. So I just got an Uber back to my house. I'm like, this is too much for me. Um, but yeah, I went to the fries and I was like, white claw. What is this? This is interesting. And I grabbed a little six pack and I was just sipping on it at my house. I'm like, okay, this is, this is pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'd buy it again. And then like, you know, fast forward all these years later, it's like, that's primarily what I drink. There's this, you know, hard seltzers. I mean, yeah. yeah, you know, the beer, the beer kind of catches up to you unless you're like working out every single day. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I'm yeah, seltzers.
1: yeah. It's, I mean, when it first started, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so stupid. Like this is such a trend. It's going to die out. Like white claw, like just because it was like, the demographic was so just like party hard college, you know, go hards. And I'm like, fuck. And then it hit the touring scene. I'm like, oh shit, it's game over now.
0: Yeah, it's. I think the the seltzers are taken over, like no questions asked.
1: But it's. I think it's funny that it has this huge resurgence and every single company pretty much has a seltzer now to the point Mm -hmm. where like, I mean, yeah, PBR came late to the party, but like it's funny because I'm I'm looking it up because I couldn't remember what it was, but Zima... Oh yeah. Was the OG seltzer. And that, cause I remember, I forget if it was my parents or I was talking to people that were twice my age and I brought up or I brought seltzers or something white, probably white claws or truly's. And they're like, Oh, what's this? I was like, Oh, it's a seltzer. Like it's, you know, new and everything like that. And they're like, are you kidding me? I remember having Zimas back in the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember being a kid and seeing like my parents or my parents, friends drinking those. And I, I remember seeing like the ads and magazines and like the commercials and all that stuff. Yeah. And I've always been intrigued. Look, obviously I couldn't have one when I was a kid, but like, <laughs> I've always wondered what a Zima tastes like nowadays. You Me know? too. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I think one of my uncles or something said it just tastes like a boozy Sprite.
1: Ooh. Yeah. I'm looking at so, this cause I had to Google it cause I was like, is it Zima? I couldn't remember. It was a Z, but, um, apparently yeah, I was introduced in 1993. Okay. Uh, by the cores brewing company. Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to try them. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen them in stores, but they're selling them. So.
0: Yeah. I think they did Wait, actually have like a comeback or something. If I might just be imagining that, but I feel like I did see like a, like a reboot of Zima probably right around the time white claw was first introduced.
1: Let's see here.
0: But I haven't seen it anywhere by me.
1: Yeah, this is just like, you know when you type in Google like a question, it says like the people ask part. Yeah. yeah. Um, So this says Zima was discontinued in October of 2008. Everywhere other than Japan, according to the Daily Meal. I don't need to say that. Um, (laughs) Zima was coming back for a limited summer release. And this was March 30th, 2020. 2020? Jesus.
0: (laughs) Dude, Yeah. Speaking of the Google, like typing in questions to Google that, that dude, that stuff cracks me up sometimes. Oh yeah. Just because like I was like, my cat was sitting next to me one night on the couch and she like, she does this weird thing where she'll sit next to me or like, you know, like on top of like my chest. When she gets comfortable, she'll do like this little rapid fire sneeze, but it only happens oh, when she lay, when she lays down. So That's I just strange. like Google search, like, why does my cat sneeze or something when she gets comfortable? <laughs> cause it's but, like, yeah. but, but like one of the questions it's cause you know, you started by typing, why does my cat? And then like, Oh no, I saw some like question pop up. Like why, why is my cat trying to kill me? And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> for sure. Dude, I can't, I, I like cats and I can appreciate them, but at the same time I don't
0: fuck with them. Cause I dude, I just like my cat. See, anyone else is like that's their thing that's their little bond and relationship yeah but mine is just i mean just me personally I, mine's just like the sweetest little oh, little yeah. per- person i
1: th- i think it might be different if i if i personally went out and like got a baby kitten and raised it and like you know grew up with it you know but i think the sure. reason why i don't necessarily fuck with cats is because uh i don't know how old i was i must have been like elementary school my brother and i We're laying like belly down Superman style in front of this cat, you know, like petting it and whatnot. Both of him, both of us side by side, cat in front of us. And luckily he didn't get hurt, but like the eyelid scratched on the eyelid.
0: Mm -hmm. And from ever
1: since that, I was like, nope. Yeah. Nope. But I mean, they're sweet, but like you can get a fucking asshole of a cat.
2: Sourced and bottled in majestic mountains. Liquid death mountain water will murder your thirst.
1: This episode is brought to you by Liquid Death Mountain Water. Murder your thirst with their stone cold, sparkling or still, tall boy mountain waters. My favorite is a sparkling, but I'll let you decide. So, hydrate your thirsty ass and say death to plastic. Head over to liquiddeath.com to get your fix. Listeners of the Danny Toddcast can get free koozies when you add them to your cart and use the code DTOD at checkout. That's D-T-O-D-D. At checkout, just make sure you add the koozies to activate the code. So kill plastic pollution, drink liquid death. LiquidDeath.com get you some.
0: Like I've been I've been living with my roommate for about a year now. Mm-hmm. And it's just up probably for the like, maybe the last two months. My cat has like finally let him into her like little circle, I guess if you want to call it that, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But at the same time, she would like torment him for months and
1: months. Even though he's now in the good graces of the cats, there's still in that
0: cat's head, be like,
1: don't test me. Don't test me, Mm -hmm. motherfucker. I tell him that all the
0: time. I tell him that all the time. I'm like, dude, watch out. Like, she might just swipe the fuck out of you. Yeah, dude.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) So, dude, it seems like you've been pretty uh, busy considering that Fox Lake is just popping off.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, I, I, yes, for lack of a better term, I am very busy. (laughs) I don't, I don't have much of a personal life anymore, whatever, which is fine. I mean, I don't really care. (laughs) You know, I don't really, I used to love, you know, going out to bars, you know, and partying and stuff like that, but I'm more content with just sitting at home and sipping on some Trulies and, you know, kind of, Oh yeah. Keeping up on, keeping up on all my stuff, you know, that I'm committed to.
1: Well, hold on. How old are you? You're more like the same age, I think. I'm 32. Oh, never mind. Well, close. Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. I'm starting to feel, especially cause I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure like, you know, 90% retired from the touring world. And yeah. I, you know, now, you know, here, cause I moved to Idaho, you know, house, like, you know, working oh, in Idaho now. Yeah. I moved to Idaho, dude. It's been oh, like, I thought
0: you were, I thought you were still in the Bay.
1: No, I moved here. Let me see. I have to pull up the calendar. Cause I have to visualize this shit. I think it's been uh, like oh, a little over two months maybe. Oh, okay, cool. Well,
0: congrats, man. Thank you, man. That's yeah, a big it's, it's,
1: a, it's been a change. It's definitely, it's crazy, but it's it's nice. I mean, the whole point for me relaxing on the touring and kind of retire from that is because I wanted to, you know, have more of a a life, I guess, you know, even though I'm working, you know, eight hours a day, you know, Monday through Friday, you know, doing that thing you know, have like that more of an adult life and, you know, settle down a little bit and it all worked out. I ended up, you know, getting into a relationship. Now I'm, you Mm -hmm. know, moved here, house, you know, grown up shit, which is the whole reason why I wanted to pull back from touring. So it's all working out, but I bring that up because I totally relate to you as we get older, the bar doesn't seem that fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, since like the pandemic and stuff, like I would like to go to a local bar here, you know, just to like, pop in and get, like, a a drink or two, but, like, I'm not going to get shitty.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I totally feel that. Like, it's, like, so last night, you know, I think... <clears throat> I'm sorry. Okay. Um, yesterday was kind of, like, probably one of the most, like, fun days I've had in a while, like, where it was very light on work, and, uh, like, I saw that new uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, called old. I don't know if you're, if you've heard of that no, one,
1: I'm going to look this up.
0: It's, uh, it's interesting. I'd say I would, it's not like a complete train wreck, but I would suggest, or I would uh, advise if you're intrigued by anything that that director has done, I'd definitely give it a shot and go see it. Shit. Um, but yeah, you know, we went to this place called uh, uh, roadhouse cinema. So they had like, roadhouse. you know, a bar and stuff. And so, you know, we had a couple beers before the, the yeah. movie, and then afterwards, um, last night, actually went to a stand-up show. Are you familiar with the comedian Harlan Williams?
1: Mm, it, it sounds familiar. I have to look him up.
0: Or he's he's yeah. he's had a bunch of supporting roles in like movies throughout the '90s and 2000s. Okay. Um, I guess, like more notably, he was the cop in Dumb and Dumber that drank that bottle of pee. Oh shit! Okay, cool. And, the, and then uh, he was the hitchhiker, and there's something about Mary.
1: Oh my god! Uh, okay, yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, he was in Half Baked too with Dave Chappelle and uh, that other guy. I can't remember his okay, name. Okay,
1: so he's yeah, he's done some some shit.
0: So yeah, and like so yeah, I mean we, I I'm a, a tad bit hungover today, right? <laughs> but we had a good night and. Came home awesome, watched watch some wrestling that I DVR'd and here we are. <laughs> That's awesome, dude.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely, I've never been to like a stand-up show. I've always wanted to. Hopefully I can because some people, I'm like, so I'm in Post Falls, Idaho. We are mm-hmm. literally like 30 minutes from Spokane, Washington.
0: Oh, okay. So a lot
1: of acts come through there. Um, that or they go to Boise, but Boise is like over four hours away and I'm not doing that shit. But yeah, I definitely yeah. want to go see some. There's a, I mean, I love, you know, stand-ups. I, I watch them all the time on Netflix. Some of the mm-hmm. podcasts I listen to are stand-up comedians. So yeah, I just uh, I just
0: yeah. got to get to one. Yeah, me and my boss actually got tickets to see uh, Nick Swardson oh. in October. <laughs> so I'm pretty pretty pumped Dude. on that. And apparently we're front row too, so I guarantee you we're going to get roasted by him at least Dude. once or twice.
1: That's sick! I love him, dude. Oh fuck, yeah. he's so good. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's yeah. There's I'm,
0: I'm, I'm really, I'm really getting into like the going to the stand-up shows. That's uh it's a, it's a fun vibe, you know.
1: Dude, yeah, I have to look. Is it a tour or is he just
0: going? I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. He, he my boss bought the tickets, and that's okay. all I really, all I really know right Damn. now.
1: Because I, I, yeah, I have to look it up and see what his routing is. Because I was just looking at Tom, you know, Tom Segura. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he has a huge tour and the f- closest is Seattle. And that's another, like, you know, same distance as it is to Boise, like f- oh, four hours or something. So I'm like, oh. and the only show that is like still able to buy tickets near there is on a Sunday. It's like, maybe if it was like a Friday night no- or like a Saturday, you know, make a weekend trip out of it. But I'm like, damn, dude, I got work on Monday. I can't do that shit.
0: Yeah, so- yeah dude. Sundays are strictly for relaxing and oh, going to yeah. bed at like eight thirty. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure.
1: So I mean, with the the Fox Lake band, I mean, yeah, they've been around. When did they? Like when did they, so they come out?
0: They've been around. I'm at rough estimate. I believe they said they've been around since about twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. What? But they've they, like um. So I guess like a small little backstory, like. When I, so during the pandemic, dude, like, obviously, like, you know, the music stuff was, you know, kind of picking up for me mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, kind of hitting my stride, you know, as a young manager. And then obviously everything just came crashing down and like all the plans that I had in the pipeline, you know, for these bands just went to shit. Damn. <laughs> you know, and had no idea what we were doing, but so, you know, just locked in my room in about, uh, uh, around April of 2020 I get an email from this band Fox Lake and you know, they sent me their entire media kit, you know, full album, two music videos, all their social visual assets, uh, just everything that you could ask for for a band that's cold emailing you, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, I need everything right in front of me. If I'm just going to be getting like, you know, a random email. (laughs) So I checked them out and I, you know, I went to their Spotify. They had maybe, two maybe three singles probably uh, released you know throughout the span of like two two years yeah and maybe like 250 monthly listeners and I'm like hmm this is going to be a task you know if I take them on Mm -hmm. um but then I listen to the album and I'm like whoa this is like some cutting edge like stuff I've never it's like you know you know you've got you know your bands like Attila and like Body Count and like um, you know, all those other, like, you know, rap metal bands. Mm-hmm. And and it's just like, yeah, we've heard it before, you know, whatever. But, like, I listen to the album Silence and Violence, and I'm like, this is Dude, something way different, it's though.
1: so fucking sick.
0: This is, like, tastefully done. Like, Nathan, you know, the vocalist, actually has real bars that he's spitting Oh, yeah. And, like, the music and the production is just perfect. You know, the interludes, like, those hip-hop beats, mm-hmm. like... Super sick, like in just great transitions and stuff. And I'm like, I hit up uh, Mike Milford, who I work closely with, uh, mm-hmm. who owns Modern Empire Music. Okay. And I'm like, Yo, Mike, you have to check this band out. I know, you know, they don't have much of a following, so it's going to be tough for us to like, you know, build them up. But I think it's going to be worth the worth, you know, the work and the effort that we put into this if yeah. we're behind it, you know. And so I had to kind of bug him for a couple of months because you know, obviously during the pandemic. You know, attention spans were elsewhere mm-hmm. and people were just kind of focusing on themselves. But I was just like, I was hounding Mike every single day. I'm like, dude, you have to listen to this album. You have to. And one day he's just like, hey, can you resend me that link for the album that you were talking about? I was like, yeah. Matt, 30 minutes later, he's like, dude, I'm, sending, I'm I'm sending over the contract right now. Damn. I'm like, let's go, dude. Let's fucking go.
1: Dude, that's so fucking sick. Yeah, I, I listened to them. Literally no joke. Every day. That's awesome, man! I love hearing that. Especially, I mean, you know, I love to work out, and it's just one of those that I I start. Well, now that the is it an EP? It's just a shorter. It's an EP, right? The new one uh, was it, Lady Lady Luck?
0: Yeah, Lady Luck. It's like it's essentially three and a half songs because Railbird's like forty eight yeah. seconds long. <laughs> I wish it was longer, bro. I know. Um, but we kind of take this like all killer, no filler Mm -hmm. approach with the band because you know, like Brandon, their guitarist, like he just kind of straight up admitted. He's like, dude, I can write a riff and almost construct a whole song within like 20 to 30 minutes. Dude, that's And he's like, dude, so like if we're going to be consistently releasing music, you know, every year, like it's, it's so easy for us to do. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I love that. That's so awesome. Like, so yeah, our plan for the rest of the year is just to, you know, drop a couple B-sides hopefully from Lady Luck. Dude, that'd be sick. And um, I'm trying to get the guys to do a cover song, like a really good, solid cover song, nothing like cringy, you know, like you know like the stuff that's out there and like not talking crap about, you know, our last night, but nothing like that. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: No, I, I mean no shade. They do they that's their their niche, niche, or whatever you want to call it. Like that's their vibe, you know. They and they do it damn damn well, but like Yeah. You know, for Fox Lake, that's definitely not
0: the route. <laughs> yeah, because like they're just like we're not about to cover a top forty song. I'm like, no, I would not advise that whatsoever. I don't know, <laughs> I don't dude. They
1: should uh, they should cover that new Justin Bieber song. I don't know if it's Justin Bieber's song, but it's that with that kidla something kid something kid kid Leroy. Dude, they should cover that new song. That's sick.
0: <laughs> that might be a tough one to convince them to do. Yeah, because um. it's, it's too. White boys, yeah. yeah. I I was thinking like because they're huge fans of like Rage and like you oh, know Rage Against the Machine. There you go. And I was like, you guys should do like Sleep Now in the Fire or something like go. that. That would be that would be so sick. But yeah, that's just uh, you know we're just we're trying to just you know kind of discuss it internally right now and uh, yeah. just figure out what's what's gonna work for them. But yeah, dude, um, Fox Lake man, like this band is like the poster example of positive trajectory and like just nothing but growth since like you know we started working together
1: so can you give like an example on how much the well obviously me from not knowing who they are to now literally listening to them every day like can you kind of maybe give you don't have to give numbers or anything but maybe like a an idea of like what that kind of is because i mean
0: sure i i personally i mean
1: i have some sort of insight because i've toured for over 10 years, but like Mm -hmm. that also is stuff that I don't normally hear about. So, and I'm sure people listening
0: might want to know too, because they're curious. Yeah. Like I said before, you know, when, when we started, you know, it had roughly 300 monthly listeners. Sorry. (laughs) And, um, you know, so I think it was like April of 2020 we started working and then, you know, they had all the record and the videos ready and everything. Um, so we dropped, uh, uh, what's the song T- uh, tunnel vision in like mm-hmm. September of last year. Okay. And um, I guess like, I guess let me backtrack a bit, a bit here. So I guess once I had the record, you know, and once I, you know, I fully committed to working with the band, I just started sending some of the songs, you know, to like, you know, kind of like, you know, my peers like in the industry mm-hmm. just to kind of like, you know, create some like initial hype Um, just to kind of make people aware of like who they are and like, you know, what I'm doing with them. So, you know, I sent sent some songs to uh Elijah from Cane Hill. I know you've interviewed him before.
1: Yeah, dude. He's I love Elijah. He's actually um Um of all let's see, this is episode one twenty three. He is the Mm -hmm. most listened to episode.
0: (laughs) Yeah, dude, Wit Wit is one of my favorite people. I've known him since like twenty fourteen, I think. Solid I love that guy. Yeah. Um, so I sent him some songs. I sent, uh, you know, Chris from like Most of Flames, okay. some stuff. Um, my buddy Brighton, he plays drums in a uh, Dead Crown, another Modern Empire band. Dude, I that's another
1: band that I listen to every day at the gym.
0: Yeah, dude, Fuck. I love Dead Crown. Great You're killing people me here, dude. <laughs> let yeah, dude, I was just, I was just like, you know, you know, floating some songs around to people. i just like, hey, this is a new band I just picked up. Check them out. What do you think? You know, we're dropping a record in October. Um, but, yeah, just let me know what you think. If you feel inclined, maybe send out a tweet or yeah. something. Maybe, you know, try to get them a couple more followers. And, uh, yeah, just everyone I showed it to, they're like, dude, this man is so fucking cool. Like, yeah. it's just such a it's such a vibe. Like, I'm just like, yeah, man. Like, I kind of got lucky on this one. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess, no, just, I don't know, man. It's just... I mean, you know, you know, we've known each other for several years. Like you kind of know, like you know, I like to talk, and you know, like I. Oh, like to I'd say more people.
1: than several years.
0: Right? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I <laughs> no, think it's, I, I think it goes back to like 2010.
1: I mean, that's when I started. So I mean, it's yeah, we've known each other for yeah,
0: yeah. When you we were rolling with the of mice boys when they yeah. first started, yeah. And, uh, fucking like yeah, that whole San Diego scene and everything. So yeah, we we definitely crossed paths a lot. Oh yeah. And um, but yeah, dude. Uh. I guess leading up to the release, um, you know, we dropped Tunnel Vision and the video that it was attached to it, and it just like right out of the gate, I think it just like turned a lot of heads. Like, mm-hmm. you know, look like in the Modern Empire network, you know, like the YouTube channel and everything. Oh, for sure. And it just like it's just one of those things where like it just kind of came out of nowhere. People are like, "Whoa!" It how did, this yeah. band, like, have how does this band have like no followers or like, but they're making like these like A plus songs, you know?
1: that's why i think it shocked yeah. me i was like what the hell why haven't i heard about this
0: but yeah i mean like they, they uh, so i guess going back a little bit they i mean they've been grinding you know for a few years mm-hmm. several years in the uh denver scene but they never i think they've only done like you know maybe a couple seven to ten day long like tours like just really oh, okay yeah maybe like b or c market tours well now they're probably but, doing
1: some they got some banger shit probably coming
0: Oh yeah, dude! We've got tons of shows lined up for the rest of the year. Um, they're uh, I'm trying to think like they, they had like a couple small festivals.
1: Nice. Dude. They're doing
0: a, they're doing a run with this band called uh, uh, Minds Eye. They're, uh, they're okay. kind of like, an, like kind of like a turnstile type like rap hardcore it sounds band familiar. From, from Denver. Yeah, they're really cool. Like I, I really dig their stuff. Um, and we we got a couple uh, local or I'm sorry uh, national opener slots. Ooh. Uh, they're doing a uh, su- uh, silent planet and dying wish in Denver.
1: Oh, okay. that's And cool.
0: then they're also, they're also doing uh, volumes and burials I think in like Kansas city, but that's like on the way to start a tour. Yeah. It's not announced yet. All um, right. But yeah, it's just like a lot of things are just kind of falling into place for them. We don't have a booking agent yet, but we do have a Europe and UK lockdown. So that's going to be oh, conversations shit. that we're going to have, uh, like mid 2022. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's and, you know like I, I just kind of what I kind of tell all of my bands like dude, this is a marathon, it's not a sprint, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like it's great, you know, like you know, I I love when bands like know their worth and like and stuff like that but like, you know, you, you just got to build it up so you know to you got to build your following to equal that worth, if that makes sense. Of
1: course. This episode is brought to you by Drafttop. DraftTop has created a product that allows you to unlock the aroma of what is inside your cans. Smooth pours and open top make it on par with drinking from a glass. Add ice, pour in some booze, or garnish that sucker if you fancy. You can also drink it a lot faster too. I'm just saying. So, get one for yourself. It also makes a great gift. Change your experience of drinking from a can. Head over to drafttop.com and save when you use code topless crew 10. Of course, I I know it from a different standpoint of the touring world. Like I'm not in a band, of course, but you know, like we've mentioned, you know, I've toured for a little, you know, a little over 10 years, you know, Mm -hmm. like it going off of what you're saying, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Like if you treat it like a sprint, like you're going to just fizzle out. Like, I mean, obviously I'm sure there's some bands that, you know, make it happen and they change their way of doing things, but it's like, you got to keep in mind, like, if you're in a band and you're in your mid twenties, you know, upwards of your thirties, you know, like if you're going to do this, you got to do it. And you got to realize that if you're going to do it, you're going to have to make it worth your time and make it your career. Like you're, you know, I highly doubt you want to go back home, you know, in between tours and go work at the fucking, you know, gas station or McDonald's or something to make wage. It's like, yeah, you know, you gotta fucking do it and do it right and take your time like it's going to be like shitty at times but like Mm -hmm. if you're going to do this for your entire life pretty much until you can't pick up a mic or a guitar or whatever so it's like take your time do it right in the long run it'll help
0: and it's like you know a lot of the bands that I speak to or work with or you know what have you you know obviously the biggest goal for a lot of these bands is to either get a you know a, a solid label or you know, a big time booking agent, but you know, in the grand scope of things you have to put yourself in the agent or the label shoes and think like, you know, is this going to be a worthy investment for the agent or the label? If we have not much to show for it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just like right now we're just in the stage of like creating this hype, creating the demand and then just seeing what follows afterwards. So I'm taking my time It's just, I think everything's been going great for Fox Lake. Um, you know, we, we did actually get some serious octane placement in uh, oh, cool. late 2020, which was awesome. Completely out of left field too. Like I wasn't even like, I I, I mean, I'll admit it. Like I had no part in, in getting making that happen. Because <laughs> <laughs> like one day, you know, the band texted me and they're just like, Yo, Jose and Megan from uh, Octane okay, just like our Facebook page. Ooh. What did you? I'm like, interesting. They're like, did you have anything to do with this? I'm like, honestly, no. I can't take credit for that. Um, yeah. They're just like, well, what should we do? Should we message him? I'm like, no, honestly, we should just wait and see what happens. I think this was like a Wednesday, and yeah. uh, come Friday that week, I'm sitting in my office, uh, um, and I just get this like text from like the band too, they're just like, hey, this random fan on Facebook just messaged us saying that we're on Octane. I'm like, what? what? And then I checked Twitter, like the Octane Twitter, and like, sure enough, it said like, on this week's test drive, Fox Lake and like two other bands, I'm like, oh my God, that is really, Damn. really cool. <laughs> That's sick. so yeah, and then Jose, like shout out to him, he yeah. gave Fox Lake a really nice, like rub, like endorsement, like on the on the air, because yeah. he was saying like, this band reminds me of body count, you know, mm. ice tea. Like, he's like, I love me some rap rock, rap metal. Dude. He's just like, he's like this, this band is like going to be the future of the genre. I was like, fuck dude. That's, that's so cool.
1: Uh, yeah. Body count in Fox Lake. They need to do a tour together. It'd be sick. I'm putting it out. Uh, there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's definitely number one on the band's wish list. Oh, is a I would imagine. Body Count. For yeah. sure, dude. It's actually funny. Funny. The other day, Nathan from Fox Lake tweeted, all I want right now is for Ice-T to listen to Lady Luck. Like, and then he tagged Fox Lake. And then uh, I replied to, I just hit reply all in the tweet. I was just like, yeah, I was actually just thinking the same thing today. Like, I'm not even lying. Like, I was, like, <laughs> yeah. earlier that day. And then, uh, then, like, minutes later, Ice-T liked my reply, oh. but he didn't like Nathan's tweet. I was like, what the fuck what? is going on here?
1: <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe he, uh, he gave it a listen. But hey
0: the name of Fox Lake is was planted into it, his brain for was. at least a few minutes.
1: It was. See, that's like one of those things, like even with, I mean, it can go for anything, whether you are like applying for a job or like, you know, a set photographer and you want to get on a tour and you send out that email or resume or something. Like if you don't get the tour or the job or whatever it might mm-hmm. be, one, they still have your name in your email in there, computer or whatever, or your resume, like they can come back to it, you know, like, I think I can't, you know, have a specific memory of when this has happened, but I've definitely reached out to a band or something. And like, you know, it didn't work out then, but like years and years down the road where I even forgot that I even asked, then they hit me up. Like, I wish I knew what it's on the tip of my tongue. Maybe it'll come back to me, but I mean, that's got to do it. So let's everyone listening. You know, send out the tweet. Ice tea, body count, okay. Fox Lake Stadium. 2022,
0: twenty twenty two. Let's go. Let's go. Damn. Yeah, dude. But yeah, I, I'm actually I'm actually happy you uh, mentioned that because I get I think that's kind of like when people ask me because you know I get a lot of people that ask me like, what's your best advice being a manager or working with bands in general. Mm-hmm. And I just say, don't get discouraged if someone doesn't reply to you or if someone says no, just straight up. Yeah. Because I'm actually more happy if someone tells me no versus not replying.
2: Oh, well, of course. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's just like, like you just said, you know, if they say no, or even if they just brush you off, they still saw the email. Mm-hmm. Sometimes or not. Yeah. They still saw the tweet or the text, whatever. It's like you're in, you're in their heads at this point. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. And so it's just like more, yeah. Like I tell my bands, like I, I'm very straightforward with them on who I'm contacting for certain things. It's cause I don't like them to be left in the dark on anything, Yeah. but I, I never make false promises on anything that I do. That's good. It's like, it's like, for example, you know, I tell a band, Hey, I'm going to hit up Sumerian records today and and, you know, pitch the album to them. Um, but I'm not going to make any promises that it's going to happen, but I will contact them and I will let you know what happens. Yeah, of course. So I like to just keep it very realistic. You know, I'm not like some car salesman or like hype man. Mm, where I'm like, mm-hmm. yup, we're going to get this record deal. Um, they They are going to like you. It's going to happen, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, it's just like, I just, want, I just want to keep it very straight to the point with everybody that I work with.
1: Well, yeah, so, I mean, because if you make those empty promises and, you know, like, say you reach out to that record label for this band and, you know, they just don't like what they're listening to or whatever. And they're just like, nope, no sign. And then you have to go back to the band like, hey,
0: sorry, guys. Yeah, That's a quick way to get fired for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, the, I mean, there's like, and I keep it, I, I keep it real. Like everybody, it's just like, dude, there's tons of resources out there like, you know, one label isn't the end all be all for yeah. you, know, you as a band or an artist. It's just like, okay, they said no. All right, let's move on. Let's think about another outlet to go pursue. It's yeah. fine. You know, So with, like I said, marathon, not a sprint.
1: Exactly. So what, I mean, going off of like, you know, body count, like, and what, um, is was Jose, right? Mangan? Yeah. Yeah. He was saying like, you know, being at the top of this genre, what kind of like, cause it's obviously like a sub genre within like what metal or, or something. Mm-hmm. So what would it, I mean, what is it like rap?
0: So metal, or we, what is it called? So, so the band Fox like markets themselves as hardcore hip hop. That's sick. Yeah. Uh, it's got a really nice ring to it. So, um, so I guess like okay. the first record, silence and violence, uh, that was more heavier on the hardcore, uh, uh, I'm trying to think it was really thick and like, you know, heavy on like the hip hop elements.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: And now lady luck was more of like, a, more of like 80, maybe 70, 80% hardcore with like different types of like flows and like structures, you know, for like the, the rapping and hip hop parts. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's like the, the band is very well aware of what they're doing with their sound, but we're, like you said, it's all killer no filler um you know for the next few releases like you know it's it's going to be it's get, every single release moving forward is going to be a change in sound but it's still going to be um true to like the roots of the band if that makes sense
1: yeah i guess the reason why i ask is because from like you know your job and doing you know some marketing stuff and reaching out and you know doing what you do which hopefully maybe you can explain a little bit more like even for myself like I know a little bit about it, but just from what I've seen, but like mm-hmm. a band like this where it's hip hop and that hardcore, like, does it like one, make it like a little harder? And how are you going about things? Cause you know, it's different. You know, you can't like, I don't know, like the hip hop might scare some people away for the touring world world, you know, like vice versa. Like what's going on with that? Like, how is it different or harder?
0: Um, that's a good question. Uh, so I mean, I guess that was like, I guess that was like a concern of mine starting off, you know, with the band. Mm-hmm. But I guess like, I mean, just seeing the response from like all different types of like figures in the industry, like, you know, your metalcore bands, your hardcore bands, uh, you know, a couple. Um, what am I saying? It, it's it's just like people of all different types of genres or subgenres in the rock world we're just very receptive to this band and have like, you know, it, you know, they say like, Oh, we've got to go on tour sometime. Like, you know, that you take that with a grain of salt, but Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, you know, we'll see it. We'll see it when, when, when we see it, but I I don't know. I don't think there's any real rhyme or reason to really sell the band on anybody at this point anymore, Mm -hmm. just because we've seen the response and we've just seen it like welcomed with open arms. So it's just like, okay, I guess all those concerns are out the window at this point. Okay. Like,
1: okay, so it's kind of okay. like if you, you know, the music's great. You know, it's popping off. It's it's gaining traction. You know, it kind of just is doing it on its own. Let the people do it. Let the, the band friends do it. Let, you know, you and I on the podcast talking to it. Hopefully anyone listening to this, you know, can go and listen to it. And if anything, it might just make it a little bit, I mean, not easier on you, on you because you still got to do work, but like with shit that's popping off, you know, a lot of it can just live on the internet and just kind of take over and grow.
0: Yeah. I I don't know. It's just, it's, uh, it's kind of just hard to, it's, it's almost borderline unexplainable, like how this was so well received so quickly. But I don't know, man. I'm just embracing it, you know. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool. I mean, Gotta have fun Like I it. said, like I said, you know, uh, you know, Cane Hill, like Moths, Dead Crown, even uh, uh, one of the dudes from I Prevail, one of their vocalists, like hit us up saying, like, dude, this is so fucking nice. cool. Like, congrats on this album release. I'm like, thanks, man. That's really cool to hear that from you. Yeah. And um, so yeah, I mean, we're just we're well, like I, I, I know the band's worth. And I'm just trying not to exhaust everything that we have, you know, you know, super quickly. It's just, uh, again, I say this a million times marathon, not a sprint. You know, you've got all these shows, you got all these tours lined up. Let's just keep being consistent and putting on banger ass shit. That's all I can really say.
1: I know that's, yeah, man, I'm, I'm stoked for you. I'm obviously stoked for, you know, the, the Fox Lake guys. Maybe, uh, you, you mentioned it to me maybe we can do another one with, one of the members or something like that figure it out um, oh, yeah, they, they actually already said they'd be dying so sick i don't know how we would do it or what we would do you know we'll figure it out but yeah you know anyone listening check out let's see here fox lakes lady luck that's the new little was it four three and a half yeah Three and a half banger and then uh, the other one is silence and violence for sure I actually yep. have to go look at the music videos. I'm going to do that right after we do this, but anyone listening yeah, I mean, want some new music and it's a banger, or you want to go psycho fuck at the gym box sure. league hundred percent. Yeah. I'm still, I mean, I'm stoked for you. Cause you know, I've known you for so long and I mean, this is just, I mean, it's cool to know that you're attached to a band that's popping off and you're doing well and, and all that. And you have your clothing company as well. Like, yeah, dude. And your and, like, I got. I mean, cause you brought it up, I have it up here. It's was it called sect sexed panther?
0: Sexed panther. Dude, yeah.
1: I, I pulled it up, and immediately I'm like, oh fuck. Okay, there's a bunch of titties
0: everywhere.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, man. It's uh, not safe for work. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Not not safe for work whatsoever. So be careful. <laughs> so
1: besides. Absolutely killing it with you know Fox Lake and you know doing the managing thing like that. you're also working at this i guess sext i why can't I say that it's so weird to sex <laughs> panther so what are you doing there
0: so i'll try to I'll try to keep this one brief um <laughs> I'm just curious
1: the, you don't have to, i mean you don't have to go no, into no, it no, if no, you I, don't
0: want to, I, I'm, I'm trying I, to put I'll, just, I'll explain I'll explain the journey real quick. Yeah, were you um, customer
1: turned employee or
0: no? No, i just kidding. Okay, I want to say like 2012 ish. I visited my friend Alex um, in Madison, Wisconsin, where he was going to college. Um, and uh, you know, I used to drive about an hour out there to go party with him and like you know a bunch of other friends I went to high school with. And uh, you know, I walk into his apartment. You know, and I go into his room and he's just like kind of spinning around in his chair, like you know, deep in thought. And I'm like, "What's up, dude?" He's just like, I got this idea, man. I think I'm going to run with this. I'm like, what is it? And he's just like, it's called sextpanther.com. <laughs> and I'm like, what is it, though? Like, explain it to me. Sell me it. It's like, you know, sell me this pen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he was just like, he's just like, it's a, it's a, it's like a mobile communication service where, you know, say us as porn or adult connoisseurs go to this website and you know, we can purchase a phone number to text our favorite porn stars
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like, you know, the texts are monetized. The phone calls are monetized per minute. You know, you can send photos, videos. Uh, we actually just launched a video calls, uh, feature, which has been doing well. Right. On. Um, all within the website too. So you don't have to like go to Skype or anything like that. Oh, um, sure. but yeah, I mean, I told him like, dude, that's a great idea. Like, you know, I wish you the best of luck on that. And then fast forward, you know, four years later, I was getting home from because I did a tour with Let Live, and then right after that, I did two and a half weeks of War Tour in 2016. Oh, sick! Okay. And then uh, I come home. You know, I sleep for like two days because I was just completely, <laughs> absolutely oh, <yeah>. shot. <laughs> for sure. And uh, you know, I go back to my you know my job that was on hold at this like sushi bar in uh, Tempe, Arizona, and dude, I was there for not even five days after I got back from tour. I was like, I hate this job. I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I told my, my, oh well, my not boss that and, uh And he's just like, well, I need a lot of help, you know, with sex Panther. Cause he was doing it like all DIY bootstrapped. Like mm-hmm. it was just him and like, you know, his developers working together. and, so I'm like, yeah, dude, I'll do whatever you need me to do as long as I don't have to work this stupid job and like I can go to college, you know, I'll just kinda do Sex Panther, you know, in my free time, make some extra yeah. cash. And so I kind of just grew into the role since twenty sixteen. So um I'm considered head of model support. Okay. So if if like the models, you know, on the site, you know, because we have several thousand of models that are on the site.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at so this site right here and I'm
0: it's endless. Yeah. It's between porn stars, and girls, right now. like fetish models, like OnlyFans, girls, like you name yeah. it, like we have it. Um, but yeah, like I said, I just kind of grew into the role. Um, I guess I just wear several different hats, you know, in the company. Okay. You no, know, I think, I mean, outside of my boss, because he knows everything about the website, I would like to think that I know close to almost everything. Solution wise, and like you know, how to navigate you know the back end stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's I've, I've grown into the role, and like I'm you know, my boss takes care of me very well. And that's good, man. And I'm still able to, and it's a flexible position to the point where I'm able to like handle band stuff and like you know, do like you know, grow my own business, you know, that I'm working on right now. Yeah, so, so it's do you, just, yeah,
1: so what. If they have like an issue or something, they're they're talking to you or like
0: Yeah. So we have separate email channels for um each department, you know, like okay. model support, customer support, you know, payroll, stuff like yeah. that. Okay. So we try to keep everything just very organized and uh try not to cross too many wires, you know, on the back end.
1: Of course, yeah. Well damn dude, that's pretty sick.
0: Interesting. Yeah, man, it's uh yeah. I've met a lot of interesting people in the industry and uh you know, we've gotten to travel a bit, and yeah, it's,
1: I was gonna say, it's fun. And did you? I think I thought I saw it on your Instagram, or you, maybe you texted me. Did you? You went to? Is it called Exotica?
0: Yeah, we went to the Exotica convention that was last weekend. Dude, that must have been nuts. It was okay. It was okay. Um, I nothing crazy. I kind of think. I kind of think the convention aspect of the adult industry is kind of fading out. Just in my from what I see, from my perspective, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could have been just a combination of that. And plus maybe people just weren't ready to go back to conventions after, uh, yeah, opening up again.
1: That could be it.
0: But, uh, yeah, we only went for uh we only went Friday night. It was cool though. I mean, we saw some old friends and, uh, caught up with some people. Yeah, It was, it was pretty laid back. We didn't have like a an exhibit or a booth or anything like that. We just okay. bought tickets and just kind of went as fans, I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad this is my personal computer because that search his- history would not be chill. Um, <laughs> so, well, when I closed that you're cause I have your cruelty club clothing company pulled up here cause I wanted to bring mm-hmm. it up. Um, what, well, I mean, just for fun or what's up with it? I mean, like it, that's another thing that I've seen that, I mean, popped out of nowhere. I mean. What's the the vibe behind that? Just for fun? What's well, going on?
0: So I guess, I don't know if you remember this far back, but back in like the San Diego days, like I was doing that stuff called Falkor clothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Shit, that, I forgot look, about that. Looking back, that was more of like a, <laughs> like a MySpace type, uh, you know, kind of crappy designs, you know, whatever. <laughs> it, it, it had no real meaning. We we're just like, whatever we just want to print shirts and see if like, you know, big names or like famous people will wear them yeah. stuff like that. So it was fun. It was it, it, like, I, I look back fondly on that time and uh, you know, it, it, it was cool, but like, you know, I had a taste for taking it to the next level with clothing after we eventually stopped doing Falcor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, me, do you remember, do uh, you remember Chris Shelley from at the skylines?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, so we we kind of partnered up on uh, this brand called Motif Republic. Oh yeah, okay, I remember that. Yeah, and uh, you know, honestly, I think yeah, I'll just the, the thing I'll say about Motif is there was a lot of trial and error and a lot of learning experiences from that. Okay, because <laughs> uh, I think uh, you know I I mean I can be open about this. I don't care because you know if anyone's listening, you know that they, they want to start a clothing company. <laughs> you know, kind of learn from me and like, don't do what I did. But, you know, uh, when I first launched motif, I just overbought, you know, on inventory. And I kind of like, I kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not overhyped, but I guess like over projected sales.
2: Mm. I just thought it was
0: going to be like the fucking hottest thing ever. Like, you know, right off, right out of the gate, you know, send stuff to a bunch of people, you know, hoping that they're networks could kind of, you know, influence people to buy stuff, you know? Yeah. And it it was, it was good, you know, for like the first two drops. Um, I, I think I broke even on both, but then uh, I got, as someone influenced me to like, you know, do like the, the made to order route, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like the print to order. So like, you know, do pre-orders, whatever, whatever. Um, And that just like, that was kind of the point of the company where it just got too, uh, what's the word I'm looking for too? I just too overly complicated. Cause like none of the designs, I guess like the designs and like the vibe just wasn't like cohesive with like everything. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I get
0: that. It's just like, it was just kind of just all over the place. And like, I just like, I, I don't know, man. I just, <laughs> I took a break in like 20, 13 or 14 from the from the thing i was just like i just need to rethink yeah. this for a little bit and then yeah I, I think i dropped like two more lines after that and i just eventually i just kind of came to a realization like a lot of people told me not to do this but i just said to myself i'm like i think this name is completely like in the fucking ground now <laughs> and like I just it just doesn't mean anything to me anymore so yeah. I'm just gonna just close the doors on it I'm just I'm just like I just don't care
1: yeah gotta know when to, yeah. to hang up the
0: towel on some stuff yeah cause like you know you don't want to seem like just the desperate you know yeah. person <laughs> no one cares about you know and you're exhausting all your personal funds into something that's not even selling so but it's all good you know I had I had fun you know I learned a lot from that one but I want to say it was like twenty. Nineteen, yeah. I hit up one of my friends that I used to tour with, and I said, "Dude, I want to start a, I want to get back into clothing, but I want to like take a completely different approach to it." And he's just like, "What are you thinking?" And I was just like, "I just want to do some like, really like, I'm calling it like, uh, so nowadays I'm calling it heavy metal streetwear."
1: Yeah, yeah, I see that on the <laughs> uh, Instagram page.
0: Yeah, but like you know, uh, the original idea was like just cool, you know, not like you know like current, you know, or like modern looking, like, you know, streetwear with like a heavy metal edge to it.
1: Yeah. It's sick. It's yeah. just
0: like, cause I'm, I'm saying I, like, I, I, I take influence from brands like pleasures, uh, uh, out of LA. I'm not sure if you're, are you familiar with that? No. Brand? What is it? Ple- what? Pleasures pleasures. Yeah. Okay. Just pleasures. Okay. Yeah. They're super sick. You know, I purchase their stuff every now and then. Um, I'll just check it out. Pleasures uh Vice's brand, uh, you know, Kalen from Attila's uh clothing. Yeah, line? yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, really like this stuff. Um and then uh, you know, Blackcraft too. Like, so it's mm-hmm. just like you know, a combination of all of those, but like, yeah. I mean, I was just like, I just want to make cool clothes. I don't need that like spin up some crazy convoluted meaning behind the brand. Because I feel like if you have a meaning or like you know, like I guess like a mantra or a mission statement behind your brand. It, more times than not a very large percentage of people are not going to care yeah so if, if you're just making cool looking shit you know and just like kind of keeping up with like the modern trends and everything and like just staying parallel to that as they evolve i don't see any issue with it at all you know
1: all killer no filler
0: exactly <laughs> dude it, it can apply to so much shit But yeah, dude, I sat, I sat on the the logo, the branding icon and like the three designs that I have up right now for literally two years, Damn. just because I just, I was just trying to figure out the best, uh, cost efficient way to get it out. And I just, out of a stroke of luck, I, uh, I got, I got linked up with a printing shop out here in Arizona and, you know the dudes that own that place, we have a lot of mutual friends around here, so they're, you know, kinda helping me out get getting this started, giving me some solid solid pricing and like quick turnaround. And it's local too, so it's not like, you know, I have to wait on someone in oh, freaking yeah. like Minnesota to like ship me all the stuff. I, you yeah, know what you I mean? Go pick that shit up. Exactly. That's and, sick, like, dude. So yeah, like I it's just I figured out a way to keep my costs very low and I, I don't know. I'm just I'm getting linked up with a lot of great designers right now.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. that's like that's like another goal of mine too, is to like just explore all different parts of like the designing or the designer industry when it comes to the merch, and just kind of get fresh takes and perspectives on like all these new drops. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah but dude. like still kind of maintaining like the the aesthetic and like overall just vibe to it. But
2: yeah, I'm yeah, digging I mean, it. Like
0: I got. I've got, like, I think, like, three or four designers working on different stuff right now.
1: Oh, shit. So, yeah, you're about to put out some new shit then, huh?
0: Yeah, I'm shooting for, I want to say, like, mid or late August to do drop number two.
2: Oh, cool. Yeah, that's coming up real quick.
0: The the pre-orders for the first drop are currently being printed, um should be done within the next week. And then the second I get them, like just going to spend all my packaging and send out the next morning. So nice, man.
1: Well, dude, I'm, I'm stoked that you're, I mean, one, you, you know, the, the managing stuff seems like you're killing it with that. Obviously the, the sexed Panther. Awesome. Cool. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the, you know, the cruelty club, it's, it's cool to know that you're, you're doing well. It's, it's one of those things where it's like so many people these days, you know, are, are getting bent out of shape and hate to see people, you know, doing their thing and being successful and, you know, having a good time. But like, I think yeah, it's, I it's mean, amazing. I love it when I, you know, have friends that are just absolutely killing it and, you know, like doing what they want to be doing and just having a good time with it and just being succe- successful. I mean, it's, it's motivating. Hell yeah.
0: Uh, I appreciate it. Appreciate hearing that from you, man. Of um, it's yeah. It, you know, and it's, like, easy, it's really easy to get discouraged, you know, when, like, you know, you, and, like, dude, like, I'll just preface this by saying the internet's so fucking bullshit, you oh, know, nowadays, for sure. but, like, it's still easy to get bent out of shape and seeing like, oh, this band got on this radio yeah. station, or this band got this tour, or, you know, this clothing owner is, like, you know, fucking crushing it, but it's, like, dude, that's all just, like, perception, it's just, like, it's... More times than not, it's just a facade and like, you know, you never know, like, you know, you aspire to be on the level or be like this person that you perceive to be above you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But, but at the same time, dude, we're all human. Yeah. We're all, we're, we, we're all going to expire one day.
2: Exactly. Like,
0: it's just like, just stay in your lane, do what makes you happy and just don't like, just don't be a hater, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, yeah. Do what you, you know, do what you love. Be happy. Don't be a hater. Listen to Fox Lake Buy cruelty club shit. That's right. And drink PBR Bye. hard tea salters and white claws, trulys or water. If you don't drink, whatever.
0: Um, and, and sign up to be a sex Panther user and buy you, some credits. There, and there you go. Your favorite
1: model. Get your daily dose of them. Yetis. Um. <laughs> Just, I mean, I'll put links and stuff to your, you know, Cruelty Club, you know, Fox Lake, whatnot, in the uh, bio. But kind of just shout out where you want people to f- see you, or just plug shit.
0: Um, uh, I'm on Instagram at Bill Something underscore. Uh, I just say something because I have a very complicated last name, and it's been butchered to hell. How do you my say? Entire it? life. It's pronounced angela That's what I thought. Okay, it's just yeah. one of
1: those where you look at it, and be like, hmm. Is it
0: really Any that? A small percentage of people get it right. It's it, but it's, it's all good.
1: <laughs> said how it's spelled or how it looks.
0: It's just D, people, people overlook the apostrophe. It's a badass last
1: Thank you. Yeah, but as an Instagram um, handle, I see where you're coming from though.
0: Yeah, so Bill something uh, underscore uh, cruelty club. It's just cruelty club underscore. Um, yeah, Twitter, build something underscore. I try to keep it all consistent across all platforms. Right on. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Shout out to anyone that's listening that bought a Cruelty Club shirt. Definitely exceeded initial expectations by a very big margin. So <laughs> hopefully we can maintain that and just keep it going and grow it into uh, you know, a big, big empire.
1: Marathon, not a sprint, man. You, you know that, so I'm sure you'll be fine.
0: Yeah, dude. Thank well, dude you so much, man.
1: Thank you for you know taking time out of your your Saturday. I mean, I I wish I had brought more of these PBR hard teas because I smashed both of those. But thank <laughs> you, thank you for you know talking with me. I'm sure we'll do something again, whether it's with Fox Lake or not. I mean, it would be love to. I would love to catch up again, see what's going. Maybe yeah. uh, after you know touring and and shit is fully you know a yeah. year of coming back. So yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it.
0: and talk podcast